Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona Podcast, episode number 288. I am your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest is the wonderful photographer and owner behind Goddess Rising. Elisa, thank you so much for coming in through our doors. Thank you for so much for giving us a wonderful conversation. We hope that you guys check out all of her links below and join her on her journey. Uh, next up, we want to just say you can follow us at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. We make it easy for you guys to connect with us, so go over to all of our social media under finding arizona podcast let us know who you want in next and we will try and set that up as best we can next up i would appreciate if you did two things for me one is go over to the podcast website and go sign up for our newsletter that'll sign you up for more of the official things going on of the podcast that's the newsletter and it will let you know what is going on in the podcast officially like who's coming up next what's going on in the community and uh i would like it too if you go over to our latest blog post and give it a like and see check it out Brittany works very hard on those blog posts and we are working uh, at a rapid speed because there's a lot of things changing and a lot of uh, a lot of things in motion especially with a little baby uh, Atlas is growing up and uh, we decided to go on a different journey with my own uh, fatherhood journey so I am actually going to participate in a new podcast called Pro Dad pod a friend of mine over in the east coast where i grew up uh he is raising a little girl just a little bit older than atlas and we decided to come together and enjoy just laughs and storytelling and just having a good time as friends uh, and telling you guys what we're doing as fathers and what we're experiencing so we hope that you guys enjoy it and we hope that you guys join us over at the pro dad pod uh, thank you again for listening. Um, that will conclude our little businessy side. You can hear every episode again at findingarizonapodcast.com. That is the easy way to connect to us. And next up is my favorite part of the intro, which is the community court board. If you guys have something that you want to promote or have a shout out that you want to give, uh, findingarizonapodcast at gmail.com is where you will go. So I will hit you up with some of uh, some of the best this weekend. First up is ballet over at the Arizona botanical gardens they are putting on for extended period between may 21st and june 5th uh, ballet in the gardens at nighttime at 8 p.m so go check out their website desertbotanicalgardens.com for more information next up for those of you who are suns fan the renaissance phoenix downtown hotel is putting on a rooftop watch party so if you want to go check it out there's going to be food prizes drinks more no tickets required the doors open 90 minutes before tip off go check it out it'll be a good time last but not least is phoenix rising versus the las vegas lights that is taking place may 22nd uh, that's saturday at 12 i believe they are at wild horse pass don't quote me on it but we hope that you guys will go check it out uh, and go check out their website phoenixrising.com uh that concludes our little community course board i will check you guys on the next episode of finding arizona podcast but we hope that you enjoyed this one and we hope that uh you guys were all taking care of each other wearing masks still a little bit and uh, for just those of you who want to stay a little extra safe uh and then we hope that you guys will continue to follow us not only here at finding arizona podcast but at the pro dad pod i will catch you on the next one my name's jose see y'all
Welcome back, everybody, to the Finding Arizona podcast. I'm your host, Jose. As always, we bring in very special guests every week, and today is no different. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to let this goddess introduce herself (laughs) because that is the name of her Instagram page. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Thank you so much, Jose. Hi, my name is Elisa Valdez. I am the owner and founder of Goddess Rising. That is G-O-D-D-U-S. R-I-S-I-N-G, kind of give you guys a little twist on the name there, so how to spell it out. So thank you so much for having me, a part of the show. Absolutely, and I'm very much excited to have you. There's a lot of things I want to get into, um, just because I've watched your Instagram from um, when you started to connect with us, so there's a lot of overlap with what we do as far as podcasters, but we're also, I'm also interested from your photography because we've had a lot of photographers in, and then on top of that, there's some other things like body positivity and some astrology things we'll get into, so I'm very excited to kind of goody-goody unfold (laughs) a lot of things. So I'll ask you the same question I've asked everyone who's come through our door so far. The pandemic has hit us all in a different way, and I just want to know, how are you doing? How's your family doing? How are you, how has been processing this and taking it all in? Like, how has that been going? You know, in the beginning of the pandemic, it was probably the most hardship I had ever ever undergoed uh, so far in my life yeah. span. Um, I went through unemployment for the first time. I went oh. through um, terrible breakup. So to go through like quarantine, yeah. like in a heartbreak and then like quarantine by yourself because I don't have a roommate or anything. It's just me. That's crazy. Yeah, it was very, very lonely, but it was also so good because it was that time to like like new moons, for example, yes. like we're, we're going through one right now, like new moons represent like a lot of shadows and dark and like, you know, being within the blackness. Yeah. But like when you're able to allow yourself to get into that space and that mind, mm. that's where dreams, that's where creativity arises from when you are allow yourself to like really digest into the shadows of just being by yourself and like into your own space. So um, yeah, I had a really interesting shift throughout COVID and the pandemic. I went from like unemployment to having like my first month making like 10K. Like it was just, it was like a 180 and I really just dived in of like, what is it that I want out of my life? Yeah. And how are we gonna get there type of thing? So um, unfortunately lost some family during COVID and that was hard. It's okay, thank you. Um, But it was like, sometimes we have to go through the cycle of just life of like death and rebirth. And it's just a constant cycle and we fall into that ebbs and flows. So here we are. (laughs) Yes. And now we're in the present and there's a lot of, you know, things that I want to touch upon because you just divulged a lot to us. And it's just that one question. (laughs) Um, First off, I just want to, like, I want to, I want to give my condolences to you and your family because I too have lost a couple of people from my own family Mm -hmm. um, during this time. And so it's just like, it's tough to make not only, even if they did pass from COVID or Mm -hmm. if they didn't just to make the the hard decisions after their passing to, you know, be around family or Mm -hmm. go to the ceremonies or whatever services there are, there are. And so I can understand your predicament and where you are at that mindset. So I can, empathize a little bit um the other thing i want to kind of get into is just the su- kind of success the mm-hmm. the 10k that you brought up mm-hmm. in your first month and just uh, overall and we'll touch upon that but i will ask you the secondary question that we used to ask give us a little bit of your origin story and you know how you came to not only the podcast but your photography and how that all 
wrapped up into your life? Yeah. So I've been doing photography for years. My dad taught it. Oh. He taught film. Oh, okay. He was a science teacher, but during summer school, he would was like, oh, I want to do something fun. Yeah. What's more fun than film and being Absolutely. in a dark room? So yeah. that's how I really kind of started. Um, again, just playing like light exposure and timing. That was like the fundamentals. Yeah. Of, that's the fundamentals of photography. So that's how I started. And then in college, um, I was like, I'm going to buy like my first DSLR. And yeah. it was a rebel t3 it wasn't even a t3i like it was a rebel wow and i was so excited I'm like okay if i and i remember i promised myself i'm like okay start here and if you continue to do it as a hobby then keep investing gotcha yeah and i kept like just dabbling and got excited and creative and like all my girlfriends all my roommates were just you know, I would just use them as models and nice. just needed a body and a face and just like, hey, I need you. Um, and then I finished college and I got into healthcare. I've done all different forms of healthcare, anything from okay. um, insurance, medical insurance, to working at medical clinics. Mm -hmm. I was I've been a massage therapist for ten years. That was the other thing I <laughs> wanted to mention because you had also um, you. It, it was also part of your IG story that yeah. you were doing massage therapy. I was yeah. like, this girl works like a bunch of jobs. Like, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I've always, like, if there's one thing I can give advice on, it's have so many multiple skills yes. in life. Because if something happens, Got another one to you fall have back. something else to fall back on. Yeah. So always just having, like, a plan A, B, C, and D. Mm -hmm. That's just how I was brought up. So, um, I dabbled with healthcare for a long time. Yeah. I was at one of the hospitals here locally for like four years almost. Okay. Um, Banner Hospital okay. downtown. Um, that one, yes. Yep, right yeah. there. A little cray cray over yeah. there, but it's it's abundance in its finest mysterious ways. Yeah. Um, but I was there and when I was working there, um, I worked in what's called case management. So a oh. lot of like psychosocial, getting services for people. Yeah. And it was very um, eye-opening mm -hmm. and the biggest blessing um, you know, really connecting me back to my faith and just like walking away of like, Hey, I got a bed to go to in the morning, like yeah. at home, like some of these people don't. Yeah. Um, so it was really just humbling to work there. And while I was working there, I was trying to get into a nursing program. Okay. And I tried and I kept trying, I kept trying. And I'm like, when I was like going through this the ebbs motion. and flows, yeah. my photography started really picking up. And then it wasn't until one of my old medical directors I met up with and yeah. I was like, you're out of healthcare, like you're running your own business now and like you're teaching people how to cook with mm -hmm. like plant-based and like it's totally more Eastern yeah. meds than Western. And she looked at me, she goes, I don't think nursing's for you. She's like, not that you're not a healer at heart. She's like, yeah. I think what you're doing for women and changing their body connection and sexuality is way more of a bigger impact than you would have in nursing. So interesting that she kind of pulled that out of thin yeah. air like that. And I left that meeting with her and I sat in my car and I just cried. And I was like, but I wanted to be a nurse. Like I wanted to be a nurse. And then the business started to grow. And then I was like, okay. I went to this conference, the influencer conference. Um, yeah. In San Diego, and they were like, 90 days, what are you going to do? I was like, 90 days. I'm going to revamp my website. I'm going to get my LLC. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna make this a thing. And 2020, I was like, okay, like I'm going to get this all in line before 2020. And I did. I nice. was like, awesome, jump ship. And then I was in Bali 
for photography. Yeah. Abundance, a huge opportunity. Came back and um, COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like, I should probably get a job. I just had this really weird feeling. I was mm. like, I feel like things are going to really turn. You felt the rumblings. I felt the rumblings. And I got a job. And um, it was for a company called 3M. Oh. They make all the N95. Just a little, little, little (laughs) company called 3M. Um, But then my hiring process got like pushed back. Yeah. With like everything with COVID and every like, it's just like my drug test took the longest because now labs were getting slammed with COVID tests and things like that. So I was like, oh my gosh. And then that was when I really went through this breakup and my nephew had gotten diagnosed with cancer again. So I was going through this shift and I was like, well, what do I want out of my life? And again, being in the darkest of shadows, that was when I kind of started nitpicking up what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I was like, my business, I was like, we're just going to stay at 3M for a little bit and then just save up money, cash money flow, build capital and boom. Like all of a sudden COVID kind of chilled out here in Arizona mm-hmm. and everybody was like going through their own shadows. Like yeah. all the women that I were predominantly working with were going through divorces. <laughs> That's weird. It was very weird. But then I was like, wow, what a, like you're badass for like taking such a tragedy, like experience and transforming it to a body celebration. Yeah. And like owning your like feminine divinity and your sexuality and your sensuality. Nice. And then I started getting regulars. I started seeing women like nice. at the beginning of their divorce. And then now they're like, yeah, I'm ready to like not even date, <laughs> but just like to get out there again. I'm like, yeah. yeah and I, it's just crazy. I can imagine your thought process through the whole thing, especially someone like yourself who's so in touch or in tuned with what you, you know, the perspective of like astrology mm-hmm. with all these different aspects of your life. You're taking all of these in and you're kind of formatting. For me and my wife, I'm the same way. I'm I'm a Libra as well. I I just kind of like take the the universe and kind of let it flow. Like let it just kind of mm-hmm. for our relationship too. It's like a lot of what what we went through. Um, you know, living together, deciding on you know marriage, deciding on kids, mm-hmm. and all of these things. I just kind of kind of listen to what the universe was telling me, sort of thing where. Um, I tell this story a lot. It's like when our leases were up at the same time, that kind of was like, for I was listening to the universe like, okay, maybe I should, you know, we're we're starting to get more serious. Maybe I should live with this girl mm-hmm. or live with this, you know, my significant other. And then it turned into, oh, wow, she's, I can't imagine not having her a mm-hmm. part of my life. I have to marry this woman. And then it became, it's like, are we ready for kids? Like, are we ready to have a child and it being a part of our lives? And so that happened. And like all of these things, I kind of just let the universe let it be and listen to it. And kind mm-hmm. of the it told me what was the right answer. Yeah. So the, the way that you approached it was kind of similar. And I kind of wanted to divulge that just because it's like you you listen. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like what I like is I like when podcasters listen a little bit more. It means it means a lot to me, too, yeah. because you're you're taking it in and you're really wanting to do something with it. Yeah. And uh, one of the other things that you had brought up, too, is just kind of like you're now going into a lot more categories of like, um, you know, you're teaching, you're doing the Mm -hmm. class course, you're doing, you know, your your medical and you're doing all of these pieces. Which one of these is most suited to you or which one do you kind of find your most fun in? 
I would say um, I really do like teaching. And yeah. I think that's because like I come from a founder of teachers. My dad was an educator for 40 years. Yeah. Um, so things of like that, like I love the educational part of it. Photography is like that's that's the the bread, the money, the soulful fire that just keeps me like yeah. thriving. Um, but I've been very I've been having a good time with the educational portion of it. Good. Um, but also tapping into like creating it to my brand. So like teaching women how to overcome insecurities with their bodies, those pre attachments that yeah. have followed us through when we were adolescent and, and upbringings and to, you know, middle ages and now that we're in our 20s and 30s and however age. Yeah. And how we metamorphic into many different castings. And um, I'm really enjoying that too. Yeah. Um, blending the two Yeah, together. blending it. So yeah. I, I try to take a lot of time when I do my sessions now to get to know, like, my clients. Like, what brought you here? What are you going through? What is it that made you want to do this today? Because yeah. and, and thank you for wanting to do this with me. Because it's sure. so honorable. Yeah, absolutely. And just kind of having those intimate moments with mm-hmm. your, your clients as well is just just another step that you're adding to your clientele. Um, I wanted to ask you too, cause you had, um, you had like started out doing other photography, like maternity shoots mm-hmm. and other of these things. And one of the things that I have kind of learned from having other photographers come through our doors is photography in a sense is a way for you to, um, kind of play around in the playground sort of, mm-hmm. you start off that way and, yeah. and you don't know where your style is or mm-hmm. where your, uh, focus is. And one of the cool things that I've always found interesting about photography or photographers is them getting to choose and really kind of practice and hone in on what their focus is, where mm-hmm. the yours is like body, body positivity. We just had um, someone come in that's just baby, baby yeah. photographer. Yeah. And so like what in your life made you go down this route? I guess what made you start to realize the body potty yeah. the body, body positivity, positivity. <laughs> stuff into the photography stuff so i started off with a lot of fashion which is fun because you can get as funky as wild as colorful and vibrant that you want with it but yeah. then i was like you're we ended up just being like human coat hangers mm. and we start representing a brand which there's nothing wrong with helping another you know stylist and things like that but you're starting to represent a brand not yourself so then i was like oh my gosh nudes i love the naked body i'm such an anatomy geek and you know i was in healthcare for so long i've seen so many different bodies it's just and every time it's honorable yeah um and i was like oh i love this like i'm only shooting nudes that's it but then i was like not everyone's ready to just strip down and go bare um so then i was like well boudoir it's still fashion Mm -hmm. and you can be sexy and lace and leather or or still have that dress up and character like yeah but still be very intimate and close with the body itself so that's when i kind of transitioning to boudoir and Mm. then i was like going through my own personal things in my life as just a female and just tapping into our own sexuality and being embraceive of like hey just because i decide to dress up in a bustier doesn't mean that I'm any less professional than I am working a nine to five or anything like that. So yeah. then I was like, oh no, like women need this. Women, awesome. Yes. So that's kind of how it started. And then, yeah, 
It just kind of just picked up like a it snowball picked, effect. It picked up and um, I had one specific, specific client who was like, and I was thinking about a name. I was like, oh, what am I going to name my business? She goes, you're all about tapping into your goddess. And I was like, yeah, but like goddess is so like everyone uses goddess. And then I was thinking I was driving. I'm like, okay, how can I like, what else can I start playing with like syllables and trying to make things sound like what they are? And I'm yeah. like, oh my God, God, us, like us goddesses, we rise together. Yeah. And I was like, that's it. That's the movement. Nailed it. Make it an LLC. And then it would start being available. It was available on Instagram. It was available as an LLC. It was available as a dot com. Nice. And I was like, that's not very often. Often, yes. Right. So I was like, it's meant. Go for it. Yeah. And I just Again, jumped on it. You listening to the surroundings and everything around you. I mean, that when everything aligns like that, mm-hmm. it's just hard not to like jump full full feet into yeah. it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, what about the podcast? Like, why? Why? Because here's my thing. When you're so good at being behind the camera and being mm-hmm. the person that's invisible and now to kind of slowly start to you know, use your voice and start mm-hmm. to create more content with this other revenue avenue, yeah. so to speak. Why why choose that route or why do it? So a couple things. I had been featured on a couple podcasts and it okay. really did help me find my own voice nice. as an entrepreneur. And then I was like, well, I want to help other female entrepreneurs and other business owners find their own voice. Okay. But then I am this woo-woo goddess and I <laughs> chase the moon and I do meditation that I was like, I should yeah. start teaching about this. I It's all written in a lot of my captions and my posts, but I'm like, yeah. what if I start being a part of other people's routines when it comes with the new moons or the full moons, or maybe they want to get into it, but they don't know where to start or what is, yeah. what is Mercury retrograde, <laughs> you know? So I'm like, let's just start. And yeah. I bought a $20 mic off of Amazon. Nice. And I'm like, just start it. Just do it. And I was thinking, like, what am I going to name it? And it sounds so cliche, but I have my favorite coffee cup is called or has written on it. Ola mommy. Nice. And I was like, that's it. That's like, it. Yeah. I'm all about like, I'm this little Puerto Rican mamacita over here. And I'm like, Ola mommy, like, <laughs> nice. welcome. Hello to all the mommies. Like, come on in. Yeah. And I welcome you with love. Like with open arms. Oh, so, awesome. Yeah. And so, okay. So now you have, let's, let's just kind of lay it out there. You have photography, you have, uh, your, um, massage therapy. You have, uh, also your, uh, what else you have classes that you're doing. You're also, um, a speaker. I imagine there's the podcast that takes a lot of time too. It's like, yes. I want to, cause this gets me into how entrepreneurs, you know, break up their time and get into their daily routines. Are there any routines that you do to kind of keep your head afloat? Or are there anything that you like to keep in the mix of your life? Boxing. I saw that. I saw a little <laughs> bit of your IG. Yeah. It's all the stories. Boxing. Yeah. Boxing. Um, I started in COVID, which okay. I wasn't too fond of with the gym because they never closed during COVID. Ah, I gotcha. But then I was like, well, how hypocritical of me. I'm over here going through such a, a mental shift and really downpouring yeah. that I was like, I need exercise. Like, gotcha. And so I joined and I had never done boxing. I'm not even 100 pounds. And I'm like, everyone's like, you know, growing up like, oh, flaca, you know, in Spanish, <laughs> yeah. like you skinny thing. And I'm like, no, like I know I'm powerful. I need to just tap into that. And I kid you not, I think that like a lot of women ask like, why are you so feminine? And I'm like, 
I tap into my masculine energy a lot. Mm -hmm. Like boxing is fight or flight. It's responsive. It's assertive. It's that competitiveness. I don't like to be competitive with other women. So like then it's like throw me in the ring and like let's get at it. So I get that portion out. And that has just helped my physical body, my physiological, emotional, spiritual. It's just been my therapy. Like it's truly therapeutic. I can imagine too. There's a little bit. There was also, I mean, a big chunk is mental like yes. you have to be smart when you're attacking and defending and things like that yeah. and when you're in the pocket like i saw your form i saw a couple of the clips it looks good you, <laughs> you look like you know what you're doing i would be afraid to you know put my fists up against cross it. me yeah exactly that would be not a good idea um but i mean this is this is what i'm talking about like that ability to be able to recognize a that there's something missing or that Mm -hmm. there's something else that you need to balance out Mm -hmm. and i think that that's something that you do well and i think um you know just being able to recognize that and say hey i have to tap into somewhere else and Mm -hmm. so why boxing though why why choose that that revenue like i started doing the personal training during COVID, and then there was one specific boxer who like introduced me like he came up to me and he's like hey i've been following you for a long time he's like coming for a free class like nice. on me yeah and i felt like as soon Why as not? i put the yeah as soon as i put the wraps on and the gloves and he taught me how to jab cross i was like count me in nice. and it's just it's been so therapeutic I um love it. i'm big into boxing I'm also a huge into um yoga yeah. i've done yoga for many many years and that's just something we i think we all need to be able to it's good to be aggressive, but then we also have to like digest yeah, yeah. and and retreat. So yoga yeah. is a nice balance with that. Very, you're a person that finds that center. Like you really are trying to find that. Really I try. Hard. I yeah. think we're all trying to find that equilibrium and just Absolutely. that homeostasis level of just balance. Absolutely, I 100% agree with you. Now back, I'm gonna backtrack a little yeah. bit to the routines you brought in boxing. Is there mm-hmm. anything else? I mean. Is there, do you do tarot cards in the morning or anything like that? You know, I kind of like started dabbling with the tarots. I burn sage every morning. Okay, there, yeah, that's like, what I'm talking I have, about. Like, yeah. I clean the air from anything that's like left over from yesterday. Just gotcha. like get out that stagnant energy. Um, but no, like I'm, I'm a Sagittarius. So okay. like, I'm like fire, fire throughout. Like yeah. I'm a double Sagittarius Leo. Oh, nice. So I'm like always like so amped. So I, I'm trying personally to be like way more organized and like with entrepreneurship, I think like you are always like, I have to do this. I have to do, oh, but what about that email? I have to get back that tonight. So now I'm like, okay, you need to have more of like a schedule versus like this free flowing, like wanderous Mm -hmm. child that I am like, no, like sit down. (laughs) Schedule. Yeah. Be be precise about it. That sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Was there like, do you use anything to kind of, you, like is there any app that you use to kind of keep your schedule oh, i'm so old school i have like a written calendar you have a planner yes that's okay i my best friend makes fun of me because she's like how long is it gonna take you to like pick out a planner because sometimes we're at target you know and it's before the new year and i'm like you don't understand like this this makes or breaks your year like you that, have to really resonate with that planner that's that's when you know it's a good friend that she can recognize <laughs> that little tidbit about your life and you're like hone in on that you know how long is it gonna take you she's actually a libra so when you said that i was like oh we're gonna vibe we're good (laughs) yes exactly awesome um yeah i'm just like so amped to like because there's so many things that i you know your entrepreneur is just starting and i get amped when i see entrepreneurs who are just thriving really well or just starting to open up and Mm -hmm. really start to 
get into their, um, like you said, homeostasis, their yeah. center. And I think you're finding that skill or you you really have honed in on it and you're really vibing on a different level right now because coming up, you have a already sold out event photography mm-hmm. shoot that you're putting together. Are you putting it together or can you explain that shoot? Yeah. So um, the Salt River and Nature um, Boudoir Workshop. So yeah. it's only five people. I try to keep it like really tight based and intimate sure. yeah. just also with what's going on in the world. Just mm-hmm. re- respect everyone's space absolutely um so yeah i'm big into like nature boudoir and everyone's like how do you do it i'm like well okay you can't be oblivious like someone's gonna someone's bound to see you but like how i say i'm like you are blessing their day okay they got to see a beautiful naked woman like (laughs) for free yes we're we're good um so yeah it's just kind of like i feel like i've met a lot of photographers and they just get stuck into like the studio space mm-hmm. yeah and the light and this and that and they like to do the same thing and you know and i get it, it helps when you have like a clientele so it's yeah. when it comes to editing and things like that and people go sure. to you because you have that look but i'm like well you also don't know what other looks you have unless you tap into it yeah. and one of them is like i love the desert i love the water like to be naked in the water is beautiful and like all of that, I just feel like that is our most natural form is just yeah. being outside and grounded. Um, so yeah, I'm sold out. I'm super happy. I'm super excited. Um, I get excited when I have males come on because oh, I'm like, nice. oh yeah, like you want to try boudoir. Like yeah. that's awesome. You guys have it way harder than we do because you have to be like <laughs> so much more conscious of what you say and how you act and things like that. So yeah. I like to kind of see what they struggle with and like how can I implement Absolutely. my ways. So That's really good that yeah. you're... You're bringing these uh, new opportunities because, you know, it's like you said, it's not every day that you get to do this kind of stuff. And Mm -hmm. it's not, you know, not a lot of people are teaching this on a on this kind of like group setting and Mm -hmm. things like that. And it just helps to have these opportunities for, like you said, people who are wanting to try something new or people who are still learning who they are stylistically Mm -hmm. and all these different. Because, I mean, if you're new to it and you don't know what you're doing, so Mm -hmm. it's like how do I go outside and take these photos? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know the first thing on what I'm doing. So it's like nice to have like in a group setting too. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, you have another photographer. It's like, Hey, check this out. Like, look what I, yeah. look what I caught. Like, yeah. That and that's was, how you learn too, though. Is, yeah. Is Those by, yeah. Peers and relationships and things like that. So yeah. mm-hmm. what has been, um, your biggest learning opportunity or challenge through this whole, not only podcasting, but photography, you know, putting together these events, what has been kind of the overall biggest challenge for you? Being more automated. So okay, like when yeah. you were asked, like, do you have any apps that yeah. you use for your calendar? And I have HoneyBook. So okay, like, yeah. that's where I get my inquiries from and gotcha. things like that. But like, do I really know how to utilize the software from like A to B? <sighs> no. <laughs> so things like that has been my hardest thing is because when and I noticed, like, I started using, like, Eventbrite. Yeah. You know, which, granted, it sucks that, like, they charge, like, a service fee. But then again, it's like, I had someone the other night purchase a ticket at 2 a.m. Yeah. I'm Why like, would what I? You, what are you, I'm like, what are you doing at 2 a.m.? But, like, I'm not going to be at your knees and, like, availability to contact. Like, I yeah. can't always be the point of contact. For sure. Although I'm always open. My doors are always open and my DMs and emails to answer questions. But I need to be, like, if people want this they have to just do it at their convenience Mm -hmm. as well so just being way more automated has been very hard for me (laughs) uh and just like learning how to be have more systems gotcha yeah 
Because, That's fine. Yeah. Because when you grow, are, is my old method still going to work with if I had 15 more new clients? Yeah. And it's not. It's so not, it's like, yeah. okay, you got you to gotta change your ways here. <laughs> Again, you are finding that balance. And it's good that you're challenging yourself like this too with the honey book and all mm-hmm. that stuff. I always say it's like for all of this, like what I've been able to do and, you know, whether it's like producing, podcasting, whatever it yeah. may be. I had to start somewhere. Like, I didn't know any of this. Like, I didn't know zero. And now you got a whole setup. I have a whole setup. Like, oh my yeah, goodness, this is like nice. legit here. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but it's like, again, it's like we all start from somewhere. And I'm always happy. Like, you know, there's a, we've started doing, like, we want to do a class one on one on, you know, doing podcasting and things like that. We'll start doing that. And that's going to be fun for me. I just, again, it's like, for me, this has always been a passion of mine. And I get, my therapy through these kinds of conversations. I really do enjoy meeting people like yourself who are passionate about what they do. And so, yeah, it's like when I saw your stuff and I was like, oh, cool. She's like really on, on understanding and opening up with individuals. And that's really great. Um, Is there something in the future that you're kind of like, cause this is the part where I start to like break down. Like you've obviously opened up about us, about your past and your present. Let's, Talk about your future. Is there yeah. anything you're excited for? Is there anything that you're trying to strive to to get to? Yeah. So, you know, that's a good question because I told myself in the beginning of this year, um, or right at the end of 2020, I was like, okay, I'm going to try this whole entrepreneurship for yeah. a year. So in November, I quit 3M. I was like working like 85 hours between them and then like goddess rising. I was like, I am going to lose it here if I don't make a change. Yeah. And I was like, why am I fighting what my heart knows what I want? Yeah. And speak your truth. And I went to my manager and he's like, I already know what you're going to do. <laughs> like, you're going to go pursue your business. And I was like, nice. and it felt good because I was like, I didn't have to lie to you and say, I'm, you yeah. know, some whatever. And I spoke my truth. And that's he's good. like, hey, keep in contact. I might need a headshot. I'm like, dope. That's awesome. There you go. Um, so now that we're halfway through the year. Yeah. I'm now thinking like, okay, I've already made a decision. I'm going to keep doing this. So what is it going to look like the next couple of years? I would love to own my own studio. I think that's a, I made a, I was thinking about it. I was like, I could have done it this year, but I took the investment and I bought myself a little, a little townhome. So I was like, okay, we can hold off on the studio for this year. But like in the future, I would love to have, be able to write goddess rising on a door and you you come in and you know, there's a space. Yeah. Yeah, There's a a space. Um, so that's one goal. Um, I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, I think my brand and my movement is so much more influential being in the community mm-hmm. and working with individual women. Because I started thinking, I'm like, should I start yeah. trying to apply to agencies? Should yeah. I start applying for magazines? For and sure. I'm like, yeah. is that where the money is at? You know, quote unquote. But then I'm like, that doesn't. It doesn't fill your cup. It doesn't fill my cup and it doesn't resonate. And yeah. I'm like, no, I think I'm going to just keep doing what I'm doing. Sure. But if anything, I would love to see me be way more of a coach. Nice. And start hosting like retreats where we go and do meditations. Yes. And I guide you through yoga and this and that. Beautiful. And then we celebrate by taking photos at the end. So <laughs> I that's where I kind of see myself in the next I have couple someone, years. I have someone because we've done 200 episodes plus episodes of this like i have a few people that i would love to give you contacts oh, to because yes i love referrals <laughs> yes uh i don't know if you know zenbird do you know marion mellon 
I don't think so. Oh, you would love her. She's got that same energy you do. Okay. So you guys would get a, get along together. Um, the other thing too is like, is there anything goal wise that like that past the brick and mortar, past the like kind of like physical parts? What lasting effect do you want to leave on this planet? Dang, you could have asked. Deeper, darker question. I'm just kidding. Um, I guess <sighs> my nephew said this before he passed, sure. and this is when I like came to terms with him, like yeah. leaving this earth. And he said, "He's like, I lose my life purpose." And I was like, "What was that?" And he's like, "I brought so much happiness Aww. to people." He's like, "So much happiness." He's like, "What else could you ever want in life?" Exactly. And I was like, "Okay, so I think like just to help." Bring a lot of happiness. Yeah. Um, just help women overcome any boundaries that they're having, any any attachments that they're continuing to hold on to, whether that's sure. physical attachments or mental attachments. Or um, I've worked with a lot of domestic violence women, mm. and I would have never thought that that's maybe an, a population or demographic that I could start gravitating to. But I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think I could definitely. Um, so I think it's just to bring a lot of love and just happiness to a lot of people. And I yeah. feel like I'm really on that path with my business. Like, I really Good. do feel like Goddess Rising is my purpose. Good. And I was telling my mom that. I was like, Mom, I'm sorry I'm not a nurse. I'm sorry I didn't be, <laughs> become the doctor. I'm a photographer. And she looked at me and she goes, and you know what? And she's like, and you're doing a damn good job at it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's all you can ask thanks, for. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, I do really appreciate you coming in. We're reaching the end here. And so, like, again, everything that I learned from you and just kind of like taking in this conversation, I have learned a lot. And I really do, like you said, I think bringing happiness, focusing on finding your balance, mm -hmm. keeping that equilibrium going. Mm -hmm. I think you'll do just fine from there. Oh, thank you. And Absolutely. Jose, thank you so much for one, having me onto the show. Oh, Very no honored. But creating this space for other entrepreneurs and other people to really find their voice. And I think that's just the power of podcasts is yeah. I'll leave here feeling like I'll start questioning like, what is it that I really want to do out of life? And like you start to you. you start to dive like you help people find their own process and their stories. And that's really, that. really an alignment. So thank you. I really do appreciate that. That makes me do feel like feel like this is I'm doing good. I'm yeah, doing good things. You're doing yeah. phenomenal. No, you were doing great. <laughs> thank you. Um, so before we go, we do ask everyone to let everyone know where they can find you online, yes. your social media yes. lines, all of that. Yes. Go right ahead and promote yourself. So <laughs> Um, so like I said earlier in this show, um, the best way to find me is over Instagram, but how you spell it, it's G O D D as in dog D D U S R I S I N G. Um, and you can Google that into Google as well. And my website should pop up along yes. with like my Facebook. Everything is Goddess Rising. Venmo, everything is awesome. Goddess Rising. <laughs> this should be easy to find you. Yes. And we will link everything uh, as always per usual. We always try and make sure everyone can find you through our means and through our end as well. Um, before we go, ladies and gentlemen, you can hear every episode of Finding Arizona Podcast at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. All of our social media handles is, again, under Finding Arizona Podcast. So social media-wise, we're in uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you're watching us on the live stream, thank you very much for joining us. And I appreciate all of you always helping us. And last but not least, if you want to become a super fan, you can go do so at Patreon.com slash Finding Arizona Podcast. There you'll sign up for one of the tiers. We say thank you 
you in return and you will get bonus content like our bonus podcast called Fine Examination. We're hoping that you'll join us for oh 50 my- questions that we're going to ask you. Oh my God. We're going to ask you rapid fire. It'll be fun. It's just Yeah, that I love that. You just spit out the first thing that comes to mind. Exactly. Yes, I love it. Sign me up. <laughs> All right, cool. So we're going to be joining that next. Uh, again, only available at patreon.com slash finding Arizona podcast. And there we say good night to all of you listening. Good night to everyone joining us. Thank and good night you. to you. Go ahead and say good night <laughs> to everyone. Thank you so much, you guys. Much love and abundance. Oh, awesome. Kisses, hugs, and belly rubs. We will see you on the next uh, <laughs> next episode. Bye, guys. <laughs>